right now, my son, he's a big boy. He could do a, he can do 12 in two sittings. So that's in four hours. It's $25 a sitting. Yeah. That's not, it's, that's it's more not expensive than how we eat. Welcome to Mind the Words, where we break down alternate streams of income so you can make work an option and not a necessity. And this week, Ernest has a business idea. All right. So let me massage my way into this. All right. So give me give me a moment. I'm going to tell you how I came about this idea. So my daughter is six years old now, and it was exclusively breastfed. However, this time around, my youngest son, he's six months now. He, for medical reasons, he's exclusively formula fed. You probably don't know this, but being you have no kids, but but there's a critical supply shortage on baby formula right now. The shortage stems from a possible bacteria outbreak, which led to a Michigan Similac factory being shut down in February, which still hasn't been which still hasn't been reopened. New York Times is saying that its closure was aggravated by shortages created by broader pandemic supply chain problems, whatever. People just want to know if you got milk, you know? <laughs> and the New York Times reports that for many families, baby formula is a necessity. Some babies can't drink breast milk or enough to stay healthy, while some lower income mothers work hourly jobs that do not provide them time to breastfeed. Mind you, I rarely watch the news, but my wife keeps me abreast, pun intended, to this kind of information as well as, you know, hurricanes coming or whatever. Um, so, but when she told me about this, it really had no effect on us. We're fortunate enough to, to get our formula supply from the Netherlands. It's a brand called HIPP, H-I-P-P. Obviously, you guys. Um, it goes through a middleman. Goes through a middleman. So we obviously pay pay a premium. It costs us about fifty dollars for a twenty-four ounce can, but the ingredients are truly exceptional when compared to how much is a twenty-four ounce can. It depends on how much the child drinks. Um, so you know, regular regular Similac. I think you're looking at maybe twenty dollars. I I don't know. I didn't even. We didn't even go similar. Like all I know is this brand costs a lot of money. A lot of money. Right, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is this is all part of it. So I'm glad you mentioned it or asked the question. Truly exceptional ingredients when compared to any and all U.S. brands, even the ones that are pushed by celebrities. Obviously, we did our research, but it really, it really, it really just takes reading the label. You know, it's just like this whole oat milk, oat milk movement, <laughs> which I'm all for. But if you read the label, it may be vegan, but I wouldn't necessarily call it healthy. So, you know, it's just about reading the label. Anyway, so we fast forward to last week where our supplies are running low. We're looking to re-up and we can't get it. Our can't supply get from the from your supply. Like, yeah, they're running short because now people are finding alternative brands to source the milk where now the, this company, we had to buy six cans. They can, they're demanding that you do certain things. You either, there's, they're either sold out or they're saying you buy, buy it in bulk or we're not going to sell it. You have to buy six cans for us to even ship it. And this made me think there are thousands 
of these niche markets like hip brand that supply a few of what they truly want, that premium, that premium quality ingredient or just brand. Another example of this would be the RX bar, which sold to Kellogg's for $600 million. They stripped the BS out of the typical protein bar and put the ingredients on the front of their packaging, two eggs, two dates, a few cashews. Figs are designer designer scrubs, native brand deodorant, um, removed aluminum and parabens from their ingredients and sold it to the PNG for a hundred million dollars. And this leads to my idea of a sports drink designed for healthcare workers. <laughs> I know it's a little far out there, but I don't see myself pursuing it, but it's something maybe a listener may consider given the market size. I'm thinking a muscle milk without the BS and known nutraceuticals such as turmeric, spirulina, green tea, probiotics, omega-3s, vitamin C, acerola cherries, and caffeine, lots of it, if that's your thing. You can give it a clever name, whatever you want. Um, now, the reason why I, I see this as a good idea, if marketed right, this would sell even if there were BS ingredients. It just needs to taste good. However, there's a huge gap on truly healthy and somewhat natural sports drinks, health enthused people can't find in hospitals, bodegas, and or the gas station. Granted, you could say, yeah, there's muscle, they can always use muscle milk, but people are really care about what's in there, whatever they're putting in their body. They give it as the figs of thirst where quality ingredients matter. So people are willing to pay a little more. If if you can get it at a decent price, that's good. Like I said, I don't think this is for everyone, but if you want your Starbucks, you're going to get your Starbucks. But for some of us, you can always squeeze, who always looking to squeeze in a little more protein in their diet, because it's really hard to get your macros. This may be the adult formula you're looking for. Another alternative would be bone broth and coffee, but who wants to drink that together? Sounds interesting. Um, I thought your idea was going to be about like hip and uh, and making baby formula no i mean when you think about it it would be adult baby formula you know to some degree it's an it's an adult formula but you know mostly health enthused people and people who are really into bodybuilding but you don't even have to be it's just something you want more health more something a little more healthy to put in your body you know and like I said, with the extra dose of protein, and if you want caffeine and plant-based sources of protein too, we're not going to leave the vegans out. Of course, you know, that's important. Um, I did my research and I went to Grandview Research. Do you know this? You know that website? No. Um, but the, which is the world's largest market research database. And if you go to their list of, I guess, things that are coming about or market or markets that are really opening, the global protein hydrolysate market is expected to witness substantial growth in the next few years. This is due to a demand of the products of dietary supplements or infant nutrition and nutraceuticals is expected to drive the market growth. They say the global sports market drink size is valued at $22.37 billion in 2018 and is expected to rise even more. I think there are pros to this. It's a huge market, all healthcare professionals and ability to branch to niche to niche down, branch off to niche down. So you could say I'm pushing this 
this one for nurses. I'm pushing this one for MDs, respiratory therapists, or whatever. You can, you know, you just market it, whatever, however you want it. You can also white label it, maybe at the beginning, where you find a company that's doing it, but not pushing it to healthcare workers and just rebrand it and put a label on it. You cut them a percentage or make a deal with them. And that's also helpful. Helps you cut down on a lot of costs because they already have the product as long as they're putting natural ingredients and it's a clean drink and it tastes good, which is key. More important, it's good for you and it's good for your body. I do find cons. You have to move fast because big brands can always be your competition. So you have to go in, the, go in with the mindset that you're building this to sell. Because when they approach you, you want to sell it to them <laughs> because you can't compete with them if they were to do it, plain and simple. Um, and I also think it'll, the upfront cost may cost a lot of money. That's another kind, unless you get venture capitals to really, you know, back you and then you market it. Do you, so that's my idea. Do you drink protein shakes at all? Sometimes I don't drink it all. Okay. Time. But, uh, yeah, I honestly, I think the baby formula idea is because <laughs> right now you just explained to me a lot of pain, like people yeah. really want some yeah. baby formula. Right. So what they're also, you know what they're doing right now? They're recommending that people give the babies after six months right now, whole milk that you buy from the supermarket. That's, and they're scared because people are going to start watering down the formula to stretch it because the supply is so low and <laughs> they're concerned. People might also, you know, do funny things that aren't too healthy because their supplies are low. So yeah, what's what's in baby formula? Like what? Why is it of, the thing? Like why do pe why do people give it to their babies? Like what's I, in what's in it? Ideally, it's supposed to mimic breast milk. So it's supposed to give the baby all the vitamins, nutrition, fat, a lot large amount of fat, some starch. Um, hopefully, more so. Like take for example, a hip brand, they use lactose as their sugar, as opposed to high fructose corn sugar. Many other brands like Similac, they just put cheap ingredients, canola oil versus coconut oil or other healthy or, or olive oil or whatever other butterfat or whatever. Just they use the cheapest things you can think of to cut costs. And they can do that because people are not willing to pay the premium. And once again, I'm fortunate enough to do that, but it's not cheap, not cheap at all. And a baby runs through a 12 ounce in like what a one sitting? No, two Half about, sitting. for about yeah, about two two sittings. They can do 12 two ounces. Two sittings. Well, well, if they're very wait, pardon me, pardon me. If they're if they're very young, that's 12 ounces may take a while, maybe three sittings, four sittings. As they're getting older, right now, my son, he's a big boy. He could do a he can do 12 in two sittings. So that's in four hours. That's $25 a sitting. Yeah. That's not, it's, that's it's more not expensive than how we, <laughs> I know, but just think there's a, there's a, there's a market for it. People are buying these, these premium brand formulas and people have been buying them for years. Like I said, once you're into that, I want to give my baby the, the best, or I want to give them something a little healthier. You're willing to pay that price. What's the, in um, the brand you use, what's the base? Is it cow milk, soy? Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be whole milk versus it's gonna be whole milk versus skill milk or skin milk or low fat milk. 
you know like i said you kind of want to mimic so it wants to be like cow some type of cow milk you want it to be like breast milk which is like cow milk but obviously if we get it from cow it's not the macros and probably the micros aren't broken down in the same ratio mm. and that's what it is is this like a powder or it comes in a liquid it's a powder you can shake it up um or mix it and that's it dude why why i'm so interested in and i know nothing about this but just how you explained to me how painful it is for people right now yeah. i think there's that's the opportunity because this I think there's is. a lot yeah dude dude you should totally try this i'm, I'm <laughs> seeing so i'm just googling so white right. labeling for anyone who doesn't know is what a lot of people do or also known as private label is what a lot of supplement companies do. So they all get their supplements usually from the same company and then they just put their uh, their label on it. But it all comes, a lot of it comes from the same place. Same place. So now I'm looking at private brand baby formula or white label baby formula. And there's oh, they, a lot of companies out there. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, there's, Ooh. or from my top, the top page of uh, the first page of Google, I just Googled it. Okay. And it's like, oh, get the best US-based manufacturers, get the best Australian-based manufacturers, get the, like, there's China-based, but you don't want to use China. But, dude, I think there's... There's a huge market for right now. Yes, yes, especially, I mean, there always has been, like I said, if you're paying $50 for a can, 24-ounce can, it's, it's a lot of money. But right now with this shortage and people just realizing that, you know, as people become more health enthused or, you know, really push that whole health thing. Yeah, you're right. I didn't, I didn't, Campbell eats better than you, man. He does. There is yeah. no question. There's no yeah. question. I think uh, in first world countries, probably the volume of people having babies is lower than 40 years ago. Right. But even though the volume of people having babies is lower right now and people having less babies in first world countries, they're able to spend so much more. You're right. You're absolutely right. So there's definitely also, a market. Also in Europe, there's just stricter regulation on what you put into baby formula. So mm -hmm. baseline, their products are going to be a little better than the U.S. Also, what the U.S. does, and I'll tell you this, so it's a little more background. Before we left the hospital, their pediatrician has to look at the formula. If you say you're going to breastfeed, they have to read and approve the formula before you leave the hospital. So she she had to look at, she had to Google it because it comes in a different language. And she says, you know, this is a this is not a US brand. I'm really not supposed to approve this, but how can I not when the ingredients are so much better than anything we have? What they do is they kind of block other countries from push, putting formula here in the US and keep them away, even though the product is so much better. So they kind of hold, it's, it's a monopoly. It's a monopoly. Yeah. And that's why people go through middlemen. We, bought, we were buying through somebody who was selling through Canada, who sold through the US. and. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a market. That's that's a that's that's an opportunity and on its own, like teaching people how to even get formula from Europe into yeah, the right. States. You're right. So that's like the shovel. It's not you're the right. product, it's the shovel. So even like, speaking, go ahead, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so no, like no. <laughs> digging mining, 
sorry, people mining for gold. The people who got rich was those selling the shovels. So that's why I'm saying the shovel. Yes, 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 yes. I like that. You're sorry, right. I cut you off. What were you saying? No, no. What I was saying is even talking to you now about it, there is a there is a huge market for something like this. And my mind is starting to, you know, go a little bit. If anybody wants to do that, I don't know if I'll do it, but I'll look into it further. There's um, a million percent sure people are looking, yo, how do I get this European? Um, And then you could go just sell them the form step-by-step. All right, first you got to get a VPN. Oh, I don't know. I'm just making this up. You went to Canada and then have have it, whatever. Then put your US address and whatever. I don't know. Yeah, there's, I'm sure there's some, there's a loophole. There's a loophole to get it here and, and sell it. People are, like I said, they already exist, but with the shortage, there's going to be a huge market for it. And I think once people, more and more people get introduced to the European bands, it's not something they may have even thought about. Cause if you're not looking for that, you just say, I'll get the top quality US brand. Once you read the ingredients, you realize it's junk. Like high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. High fruit. Well, you know what? It's just not the purest ingredients, plain and simple. And it's cheap ingredients. Is there like, I don't know, Similac organic? They do. And they have better quality ones. I remember doing the research and there are organic brands or no GMO quality baby formula. However, there's certain things in there that you still don't want. Like they would put organic canola oil as the fat source. You don't oh, want, you want the fat source to be milk and not you want the fat oil. source to be whole milk. Exactly. At the end of the day, you don't want it to be, oh, they'll put high, um, some other word for sugar or whatever the case may be, but it's pretty much just cheap ingredients. Dude, I think you should pursue something like this. This I'll think, I'll think about it's it. like you, you guys are way up to date on it. You're living it. You're your own client. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. There's, yeah. it's, it's pretty nuts. This, this is a great idea. I think then no, better yeah, than yeah. the, uh, no offense, but <laughs> the, uh, the, the adult baby formula, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Professionals already got coffee. Market share is mostly taken, but baby formula right now, if there's so much distrust in the most common brands, especially in America, is it just Europe? That's good. Or is it like Australia? Like- Australia, I think. I think Japan, Korea, what's when you do the research, it kind of leads you to European brands. They're um, number one. Like, yeah, I believe so. Um, Dude. Are people can you it's make li- it's liquid gold? There's uh, can there a are... person just sell like you make your own company and then you you source the manufacturing somewhere else, like Europe, and then I you see, ship it in. That's a, that's not um, bad. It's not a that's not a bad idea. Yeah, because now you're the third party. Right, right. And dude, killing it. Hold on. Let me just look at something (laughs) real quick. I'm going to look at this. So I don't know if you know this, but when I was Googling just now, did you know that there were, there's like these uh, list, listicle sites um, ranking one through five stars of like brands of uh, baby formula? Yes, yes, yes. Of course, I went through those. Dude, man. So I'm looking at Hip right now. Gets about ten thousand visits a month. It doesn't have too much information on it, so it can't calculate the annual revenue right now. 
Okay. There's another brand called, I think, La Luca. La Luca is a big one. Yeah, it's another one. I think that's about $38 or $38 a can or, or something like that. Um, really good ingredients. Cheaper? Yeah. Is that we better went, than uh, hip or same? I think, well, we started with hip because initially, what was it? I forget. I forget. My wife kind of chose that one at the end for a reason, but we might switch to Luluka now. So we are looking into it. All right. So because hip probably put those, um, put those restrictions on, their traffic went down by 78% in the last month. Okay. Luluka's went up by 104%. <laughs> Yeah, in the last month, mostly. So I'm going to read hip. So be, because hip put those restrictions, most of their traffic was coming from the US. And in the last month, they lost 50% of their traffic in the US. And now Luluka gained 132% of traffic in the US. And then so the US looking at Luluka, 61%. In the Netherlands, 21% of their traffic comes from. In the UK, 10%. So the U, there's a huge market in the US. And uh, the ratio of males to females looking at this, it's, it's more males than females. 55% males, 44% females. The age range is mainly 25 to 44 years old. Why do you think that is? Why would you think more males are looking at this than females? I don't know. Even hip, hip.com, more visitors are males interesting yeah it's almost 60 percent males that look at hip yeah dude. are dudes I, are dudes are dudes drinking baby foam <laughs> probably you know it's, you gotta get the pump you know i know go it's to the gym the macros. It's the macros. yeah <laughs> um yeah dude i this this really coincides with your the restrictions that you said i think yeah because they came Definitely. out with it last month or really recently? Since February, but shortages are running slow now. So they had, I guess, enough to hold them down for a while, but now shortages are critically low. Yeah, I'm sure this could be charged at a premium price. Plus, it has to be because it has to be shipped in from Europe as well. Right. How much is your shipping cost? It's all in, I think, I'm not sure. Let me break it down. It's about $50, so I'm not sure. $50, oh, total per bottle. Including shipping, sorry. I think I think that's including shipping. My wife would know. Okay, so it's probably <laughs> the it, same. It on a card. It's probably the same price as Luluka. Then I'm assuming if we're including shipping, dude. So I think I think this is a great idea, man. I think yeah. you and your wife should pursue something like this if you have time. And no, I think your pivot. You're right. That's not a bad idea at all. Yeah, I I think here here's the playbook. <laughs> Before you do anything, make just a one-page website and just put all like the benefits, like not not like, oh, uh, we have this organic ingredient. That's going to be in there kind of, but really right. like, oh, you're going to have the most healthiest baby, this, that, and the other, whatever. Yeah. Whatever you think about when you are feeding Campbell, right. uh, what you want for Campbell, you put that. And then you, you have, you, then you lay like somewhere, you list the features, oh, organic this, like straight up cow milk from Europe that they don't feed antibiotics to and stuff like that. And then you you have a pre-sale. So this is before you even have a product. 
you do a pre-sale and you're like pre-selling these baby formulas first, I don't know, hundred people get it at this price and you set it at a premium price to see what people are willing to pay for. So anyway, you drive traffic to that site somehow. Um, and we could talk about traffic sources another time, but you get traffic to the site. You see how many people buy it, actually pay money for it. And then eventually, like maybe a day later, you just refund them. And you're just like, hey, we sold out so quick and we just want to be on good terms with you. We'll put you on a waiting list because you like, you really trusted us, but here's your refund. And we're going to put you on the wait list to be, to get this formula as soon as we get more stock. So that's how you know that people really will give you money for this premium price. And then that's when you start looking for manufacturers in Europe. Got you. We got to, I got to figure out the red tape, but that's a genius idea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's that Tim Ferriss four it hour is. work week right there. I know you're right. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. the exact strategy in the four hour work week. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. So I might have to look into this, look into it. And then, um, yeah, look into it. I can, I can send you resources on how to build that one pager. I was just about to ask you that. All right. I got you, man. Got you. Got you. All you, all you really have to do is like come up with some legit name and it doesn't have like how legit is Luca? Like how legit is hip, right? Just right. come up with some legit name and then like a legit, a legit payment processor system. And the simplest one is PayPal, but it's, it's, it also seems like not, not legit if it's via PayPal sometimes, but but say people are still doing it and you put, you put on PayPal, that means people really want it. <laughs> so, but anyway, that that's kind of the whole premise, like to test the demand, make sure there's demand, refund their money. And this, this, this method works very well in like physical products. And then also Sam Parr did it on, on my first million and he did it for a digital product and he didn't even have a product yet. And he sold this course about writing um, copy, which means writing advertisement kind of. And he didn't even make the course yet. And then he's like, oh, I'm pre-selling this. He's testing demand. Then he got this. He's like, okay, now I got two weeks to make this course. No, you're right. No, it's definitely work looking into the red tape and maybe being the third party. Like this is my brand or this is white label. I don't know. How would you approach it? Would I say I'm directly white labeling them or say i'm just selling their product no you don't even say because it would be a white label product so you just put your your company label on it yeah and you just say we make this from europe it comes from a little transparency factor like it comes from whatever place in europe we get these cows they're sourced from the most ethically place they don't have any (laughs) hormones they don't have any antibiotics they don't have any growth factors, straight up milk. That's not even, um, what, what's it called? An American milk. They heat it up real hot and homogenized. Yeah. Or, or pasteurized. Or what? pasteurized I don't know pasteurized, if that matters, yes. uh, but whatever, yes, yes, yes. whatever you look for in feeding Campbell and like, Oh, all these are organic or, or whatever. And what better place than Europe to get this, the number one place to get baby formula. Cause they're so strict. And then you can even take some things, blue ocean strategy, 
take some things from like the supplement industry and and equate it to and apply it to this baby formula so i don't know like supplements third party tested meaning they bring it to a separate lab and they test it make sure everything is in there that's supposed to be in there just an example Right. It's like, oh, none of these other ones do this third-party testing or on baby formula. Maybe I could, I mean, if it makes sense. And if people that care about that, sense. like you could, you could bring in these ideas from these different industries and just be like, oh, well, so many people do this for, for baby formula. I could add in or take away things from other industries and make it more attractive. But that's a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah. No, you... You're definitely onto something. I'm glad I spoke to you about it. Yeah, man. I'm glad. I think you got something here. I really do. Thank you, man. Too bad. Yeah. Uh, healthcare sports drink is going to the <laughs> toilet, but <laughs> it, that's I what mean, it is. That's what it is. Yeah, you're you're not wrong with with beverages that it has a huge potential to make money, but a lot of people it's, also make beverages and fail. It's true. It's it's very competitive. I was hoping a, a brand like, you know, <clears throat> it could be Coca-Cola, even Figs may decide to go that way. I doubt it, but, you know, associate themselves with the brand. But yes, that's why I said um, design it to sell. Yeah. Or if you can even find made in the U.S. just to skip all the shipping issues, made right. in U.S., but as strict as Europe. Like right U.S. were, yeah, we're sourced local. by these local farmers and they don't do anything to their cow or whatever that would that would be me there's no brand like that that actually does as high a quality of formula as the european brands mm. there's not i mean it doesn't exist i can't even white label one of those brands that's so crazy yeah dude i i yeah i think you got something and i think this all is right. i'm not even gonna say my idea because this is too good all right let's let's see what you got oh you want to do it all right i'll keep it short because we went like 30 minutes on that I got to pull it up. So um, lots of people traveling right now. So many people. You go on the train, you go on the planes, people, dude, the airlines are like giving away your seat because they overbooked. If you're just like, just a little bit late, dude, it sucks so much. Anyway, that just proves how much travel demand there is right now. And uh, me and my wife are going to Barcelona tomorrow. And oh, nice. Thanks, man. And just finding the COVID requirement stuff it was such a pain. So the idea is if someone could put this together, that'd be great. Is like putting an Excel spreadsheet type of thing together and just be like, all right, if you're traveling from the US and you want to go to whatever list country, I don't know, Thailand, um, they'll tell you all the COVID requirements, all the things you got to do. All right, do you got to get tested? What about on the way back? Like, what do you got to do? And then like, say you, you got vaccine, yes, no. And then it leads to another questionnaire and you got to get tested or not. And within how long till you go into this country? I think, cause just, dude, this is such a pain, such a pain. You're right. No, no, no. I know. I know. I know. Different Even countries. Height, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, in the height of COVID, we were traveling. We traveled a few places. I think we maybe went three places and each place does have their own separate requirements at one point we actually got stopped at the airport and had to fill out something that was completely missing potentially potentially missing our flight all because they weren't that clear on the website 
if we just had a list of what we had to do, like you're saying, even if it was as simple as an Excel spreadsheet that just, you just quickly look, all right, I'm going here, Bob, that's it. It would yeah. be perfect. I think it's a genius idea. Yeah. And each it's country, like, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah. And each country has like their own thing. It's like, all right, this country, you would, uh, the European Union countries, they need just this QR code. How do you get that QR code? Like right. Eastern Europe is like something else. So uh, these other places is something else. It's like, it's so different everywhere. Just right. make, make the thing that you just go to one place and you get it and just Absolutely. sell that. And how much it will cost you. I, th I, I think when we went to the Bahamas during the pandemic, there's a fee for, you know, they, it's a fee for something. There's a, they had to go through this application fee. Like you need the application and then they charge you for the application, something like that. Um, just even on there, just providing you information on how much it would cost you to travel there. Simply just baseline, filling out the application and just guide you through the process. I think it's a great idea. Now, how would you go about, you would just sell this for really inexpensive price and more based on numbers value or uh, I didn't really think about it but if I really had to do it it would be subscription instead of a, a larger upfront cost I think I think a subscription is way better because people are going to wow. forget about it and they'll be like oh shit I got travel <laughs> I'll just use this service I think subscription is is probably the way to go and then in the back end it's like oh you're traveling to I don't know France here's a list and then you have your links affiliated with like Expedia. Here's, <laughs> here's a list of things you could do. Right. Uh, and here's the flight information, like uh, flight prices and stuff like that. I think it could definitely make a lot of money um, on the front end and the back end. So, I, yeah. You see, my only hesitation with the subscription is everything is subscription. These, these 9.99 subscriptions add up. <laughs> quickly i was thinking maybe it's a one-time fee for the year possibly or no possibly. you want to you know so at least you got your money and you can provide all that information for a year but at the point where you already put together the database you're just making small tweaks that doesn't take any amount of time at that point you know yeah because it's almost put together already so it's not gonna any further change is not going to cost you too much time yeah if i were to blueprint it just like a blueprint of yours i would yeah. just be like i would make the one pager one page website and then say all the all the benefits to the person skip the headache like all the hours of research so annoying let's just get it done for you in 30 seconds and worry free traveling you don't got to worry that you missed something so i would do that drive traffic to the website see if people are willing to sign up for it. And then probably within one to two months, I would find, I don't know why, like Eastern European is really known for like coding and, and putting apps right. together and uh, yeah. websites and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, instead of me learning how to do all that stuff, I'm just going to go like try to find the, like a decent or better coder person or I don't know what they call people who build stuff like that, like an app or whatever, or a website that does something like that. I would contract them to make it, pull the data from all these government sources, and then maybe hire a UX person to 
to make the site look kind of decent and right. and then i would um and then maybe halfway as i'm building as it's getting done i would let people in for a discount and then uh, just see what i need to fix from them offer them maybe more of a discount on their on their feedback and then sure. just build the site more and then eventually the full-blown site i would once i have a good product like it pretty good product then just going to keep driving traffic so one prove the market prove demand two once it's done either refund their money or just say hey i'll i'll give you i'll hold on to it and i'll the service will be ready in like one to two months or refund the money and just say hey i'll put you on a wait list next hire the people who can do this (laughs) see if it can be done and then and then it's pretty much it driving the traffic i like the idea I'm not sure if I would pay a subscription, but I would definitely pay a one-time fee. Absolutely. And the thing is, you're going to test the market to see, because if you realize it doesn't really work that way, it just may be a little tweak where you say, all right, let me just charge $20 one time. And with sheer volume, it's a lot of money still. Yeah. And this way, like you, you test demand, you make sure that there's your idea is popular and actually what people want. So you don't have to waste your time building something first and then hoping people will buy it later. Correct. I love the idea, man. For our work. I know. I hate you. Yeah. Uh, I'll briefly go over what I'm kind of doing right now. So I abandoned the listicle of hair growth. So the idea is still kind of in the back of my mind, but coming to this blueprint that I'm telling you, I'm going to, I'm going to see what the demand is for diamond rings. So helping people find or teaching them or helping people find how to find diamond engagement rings. And maybe if I niche down, maybe specifically oval diamond. So I'm going to... Oval diamond expert. Because I remember how, what a pain it was. The thing is the, to drive traffic, I'm not sure how I should do it because sometimes people are looking for the most bang for your buck type of diamond engagement ring. And if I target those people, which in general, it's kind of hard to find. There's not a defined market. There's not really a place they hang out online that's like, oh, people looking for diamond rings or engagement rings. If I target those that are trying to get bang for your buck, it's like, why would they pay me for <laughs> to do right. this? They just do it themselves. So I'd have to target like people who are willing to spend a lot of money on a ring because they're more willing to give me money. So, so that's what I'm kind of thinking of right now. How would you come, how would you be different or compete with a place like Blue Nile that provides tons of information driving and they provide tons of information then show you the diamond and break down their own diamond? Yeah, I thought of that. I, I don't think I can really compete with them. I, I think probably this route, the better way to make money is to make my service free and have a deal with like James Allen or Blue Nile. Right now, it seems like James Allen. And then if they happen to buy on James Allen, then I get a cut. I see what you mean. Yeah. So how I would approach this and someone, I I spoke to a marketer and because I was literally, I was talking to him about this blueprint that I was telling you about like this Tim Ferriss four-hour work week type of thing. And I was like, dude, I don't know anybody in my life that's doing anything like this. I need to talk to someone who's actually in the field. So he was like, 
dude, it's it's really weird if you have a if you have a digital product and then you pre-sale it, or even if you sell it and then you give them a refund. It's really weird because they're expecting the product right away, unless you you really go hard on the on saying it's a pre-sale. So he's like a decent way, a, another route to do this is to just um, think of your toughest moments of say buying this diamond ring, make a small little, think of an outline of a small little workshop that you could do. And then every week you drive traffic to this workshop and you, it's like a done with you type of thing. So I'm spending my time on Zoom with these people to help them choose the ring and why, and then answering their biggest questions. And then as time goes on, I do that enough. Uh, first, it will test demand. The right. second is it'll shape my workshop. And like, I could know exactly what questions to answer. Right. And then eventually I won't have to do it live anymore. And then it could be a recorded thing. And then, then on the back end, it could go to like James Allen or whatever. It's like, right. oh, I showed you exactly what to do. I preset these parameters for you. Here's, here's what to do. Wink. So that's another way. And I think I might do it that route. I like it. I like it. I'm curious to know the market, the market for that. I'm curious. You're going to do it? Yeah. All right. That's what's up. I honestly, I don't know where to find, like, it's tough because you, you could probably baby formula could find, you could find a crowd online that, Facebook group, oh, yeah. probably like Tons. mothers, fathers, podcasts Tons. that talk yes. about parenting, but like, I don't even know where to begin to like, <laughs> like people looking for diamond engagement rings. It's just these one-off messages on like forums or like even hair growth, hair, dude, it's so easy to find these groups. Um, yeah. So that's, that's the thing. It's like, do they have money to spend and are they easy to find? And do they have money to spend? I don't know. Are they easy to find? Definitely not. So anyway, if this doesn't work out, I'll move on to the next idea. So my idea is to fail fast. Gotcha. Throw it out there. See what comes back. All right. We, yes. We're hitting uh, almost an hour here. So uh, any uh, final thoughts, man, or any quotes that you want to leave the people with? I usually have a quote in the pocket. All right. I didn't write who it's from, but progress brings everyone forward. But is it? But it doesn't do it equally. That's pretty good. Mine is gonna be a funny one. I saw it on like Instagram or something. I majored in communications and theater. I doubled down on unemployment. I like that. Uh, I think this was a good one. A little longer than we we would have liked, but it's it's a good one. Yeah, it's a pretty. I think this is a good one. I think you should look into the baby powder. I mean, baby powder. I, the my, yeah, the baby formula. <laughs> yeah don't don't think too much into it just think about right. the name and then just list out all the benefits and you you should read the alex hermosi book honestly uh I, one I million it. dollar offers i have it yeah it's really do good. those exercises yeah. okay uh even before before thinking of a web the website just mm. think of do all the exercises in that book it'll help you out so much i got the audible i should get the physical i can access the, i i can i can I access the? Um, you could just the do the exercises. ebook. Um, just do the ebook. It's like ninety nine cents, and then do go to his site acquisition.com, and right. it gives you PDFs of like each chapter exercise. Okay, cool. Yeah, 
Um, I only recommend the ebook at the same time, just so you're listening and reading it at the same time, because you retain things better like that. But dude, if you if you go through those exercises, you'll you'll have no problem eventually knowing what to put on the website. Gotcha. And that's like half the battle, (laughs) just putting things on the website. And then when you when you finish that part, if you do pursue this. Then I'll go over with you on the website. It's gonna be like cheap. All right. (laughs) I mean a cheap service, but good quality. Of course. Yeah. Of course, of course, of course. All right. We don't care if you like or subscribe. Just tell us in the comments what you hated or what you loved about the podcast episode. Was it informational? Was it entertaining? Were we talking too slow? How was the format? Just let us know. And we'll see you next week. Peace.